The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this fourth day of uh, January 2024. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all of their great uh, sports articles that are out there. Uh, one guy, Luke, Luke uh, Tedesco, is going to be joining me tomorrow. Make sure you check out his articles over there at BellyUpSports.com. Some uh, women talking to PWHL. He went to the game in Boston last night, so that should be a lot of fun talking up with him. And for the, uh, the new and improved Women's Hockey League, thank you very much to Luca uh, ahead of time for joining us on the show tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who's listened to the show so far this year and uh, keep things growing here at 1420 World Headquarters, the new and improved 1420 World Headquarters, one of those things. Yeah, yeah the move's almost done. we got almost everything in place, a little, uh, a little uh, small small wreck yesterday but that, that we they put the big boy pants on and get all everything all cleaned up and straightened out but uh one of those things if anybody's ever moved or you don't go through unscathed there's nothing you can really do about that so it's just one of those things that happened yesterday but we we got her taken care of uh, a little bit better than ross atkins did that's a pretty good segue right there a little bit better than old ross atkins did yesterday this guy uh, every time he jumps in front of a microphone he, he tends to uh trip all over his lips and not find the right words and never really turns out right for ross atkins he, uh, you go back to last year, the, the Jose Barrio situation, the wild card game in Minnesota. I uh, pretty much threw his manager, John Schneider, under the bus saying he didn't know what was going on. I still find it hard to believe that they didn't have a meeting about that that pitching change. But that's in the past. We're talking about the future and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I, I'm, as you guys know, I'm a, I'm a New York Yankee fan, but I'm also very intrigued with the Toronto Blue Jays. When the Jays are relevant, uh, the baseball interest across Canada uh, goes up exponentially. So I've always uh, got my ear to the ground with what's going on with the Toronto Blue Jays and what's happening with their offseason some people are calling it a bit of a disaster they went out for that for the big fish and a lot of people that uh, that uh, that uh, cursed friday i guess it was a few uh, weeks ago before the before the christmas season started where everybody thought that uh, Shohei Otani was on a cross-country flight, cross-continent flight, I guess it would be, because you're going from the united states to canada uh, although it's just across the border but uh <clears throat> Uh, uh, everybody thought that that uh, Otani was end, going to end up a Toronto Blue Jay. But everybody but my sister, who said there's no way. But anyways, it's their story for another day. Uh, then they thought they were going to get him. They had the, the money in a budget. They had two separate budgets, apparently. One with Otani because the money they, they could have made off that kind of a deal. So one with Otani, one without Otani. And the one without Otani was only about an increase of about 15 million bucks, uh, which isn't a, a whole lot of money to spend in the terms of baseball. You think of a $15 million player in hockey, that gets you the top player uh, right in the sport today. But a $15 million in baseball doesn't get you a whole bunch. The Jays, they went out and got uh, the addition by by staying equal. They, they kept Kevin Kiermeyer. They signed him. He's a very good center fielder, very good player. Uh, he's not going to hurt your team whatsoever. And then they went out and got uh, everybody's uh, from, from last season, this time last year, everybody's most hated Yankee, Isaiah Kinder Falefa. They went and signed him away from the Yankees. They gave him a three year deal, I think it was. It doesn't much matter at this point. 
they got to Isaiah Kiner for left. He's a good player, not a great player. He's going to help your team. He's going to assist wherever he can play. He can do, do a lot of things. He was very excited to go to Toronto. He figures that Toronto has a, a very good chance to help them win. Of course, you're going to say that when you just get a multi-million dollar contract. So how much weight you can put in when, when guys say this, I'm not exactly sure. But it's one of those things where IKF said all the right things. He liked the architecture. He liked Toronto. He liked the city. And both people who, uh, who visit Toronto or play in Toronto, they all love it. Whether it be hockey players, basketball players. Or, uh, or or baseball players, they all it's a it's a destination spot for a lot of a lot of teams when they when they visit and a lot of players that when they when they uh, play there they say they love it. So I don't think Isaiah kind of was was lying about that about liking the city. Whether it's the greatest the best chance he had, uh, maybe it's the best chance he had of a team that was looking to sign him of winning, not the best chance of winning. If you know what I mean, like there's there's two separate stories to that. But IKF, he's, uh, he's going to be missed by the Yankees. He came in with a uh, a good season last year. He filled in where he had to. He played pretty much every position i think he even pitched one once last year so that's he he's not going to pitch for the, the blue jays this year but uh Kalef is a good player not a great player he's going to help out the toronto blue jays a lot uh i don't know if the toronto blue jays offseason is as nearly as bad as uh, the the Blue Jays faithful and the Toronto sports media is making it out to be, I, I know they wanted to go out and get some bigger fish. They're they're in on on uh, they're in on Otani. They're in on uh, the Soto deal. The Soto went going to the Yankees. That that trade went through uh, a week before Christmas and everything else. But they were in on some other deals and they just didn't get it done because Toronto's a hard sell sometimes for some free agents. There are, are still some free agents out there. Uh, you can think Bellinger is one of those guys who's who's still sitting out on, on the outside looking in. Uh, rumor has it he wants a seven year deal. I'm most uh, and that because he's a uh, he's uh, he's one of those guys that he wants a bit of big dollars, but can he stay healthy and everything else? Uh, he's a Boris. He's a Boris guy. He's uh, Boris going to get the most money he can out of him. But he, but the winter meetings are obviously already done. So what what's uh, what's left on the table? I think Bellinger becomes a Cub. I think he's kind of shut himself out of ever, anywhere else. I don't think he'll be a Blue Jay because he's going to want too much money. And if they only have about ten to fifteen million bucks left, uh, that's not what Bellinger's looking for. So look for Bellinger to sign for the Cubs. You can have pretty much mark that one down in stone. But you look at uh, Toronto trying to go up get free agency i don't know if their their offseason was 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 fantastic i i don't think it was but the thing is with a team like toronto who was a playoff team last year i don't think they had to go out and do a whole bunch i don't think they had to go out and overspend we would otani have helped obviously it would have on the business side and on the baseball side of things 100 percent uh dhing next year you might not get what you want out of otani but uh that's just the thing the business side of things would have been huge so you obviously you want otani on your on your ball club for for that side of things but I don't think that the Jays could possibly have done any more to add to their team. And maybe this is uh, Shapiro and Atkins' way of saying, you know what? We've been building this team for a few years now. We have faith in the guys that we have. We have faith in the guys that we signed. And we have faith in the guys that, that we uh, drafted and developed throughout the minor leagues over the years. Was it all? Was it all Shapiro and Atkins? No. Uh, there was the 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 initial. There, there was the uh, Alex Anthopoulos era before that. That made some deals in 2015, 2016. Now those players from those draft picks and everything else are kind of are kind of being those, those kind of guys. But you you look at this Toronto team. They're they're not a bad baseball team whatsoever. They were a playoff team last year. They're going to contend for the American League East again because the American League East. Yes, they have some good teams, but they don't have a lot of great teams. I you you got to expect that the Baltimore Orioles might take a bit of a step back next year. It was kind of an un, un uh there were, it was a, kind of out of nowhere you expect them to have a good team last year but not get to 100 wins uh will the jays be will, will the yankees be a little bit better 
better next year. A little bit, but not a whole bunch better. Soto's going to help that team a lot, but they still have a, a pitching staff that we're going to talk about next week. Eric Katz coming on the show to talk some Yankee uh, Yankee baseball next Wednesday. I think we're doing that one. So make sure you guys tune in for that one. Talk about the Yankees. They're offseason acquisitions, but let's not let's get away from the Yankees right now. But you, you have a situation there with, with Toronto where they have a pitching staff that was really, really good. Like, and almost top-notch. Will they take a step back? They just very well might. But you, you, that's not what you, uh, you don't plan on teams taking, on, on players taking a step back. You try to, you build your team around their potential. And the Jays' potential on their pitching staff is very good. If they can find a way, I don't know, they've been shopping Manoa around. You know, everybody knows about Manoa's struggles last season, how it went absolutely awful from him. And uh, But if they would have got a guy who would have uh, won 10 games last year or even finished 15 games or started in 15 games and, and would have went 500 last year. They're a first place ball club. So will Manoa be on, on the roster next year to start the season? Who knows? But is he a trade piece? He, who knows? He, but if you get a guy who's not Manoa, who jumps into that spot in the rotation, then you're only going to improve your team. So that's just one guy that's not making a whole bunch of money that can help help out your team on the pitching staff. And pitchers are they're, they're Yes, they're very important to have your team, but the starting pitch pitching position has changed a lot over the years, but they have a, a pitching staff with their relievers that are that's very very good i wouldn't go too as far as saying elite but they're as close to as elite as you can get out there in toronto so you, you got to think that they're going to be okay on the mound and then you go around around the diamond there vladimir guerrero jr had one of the uh I don't want to say that the worst season you could possibly expect to have, because he had a decent season, but not what you're expecting to have. So if he can go out there and do what he's expected to do, or even just a little bit uh, less than 30 home runs, and, and just have a, a just a, a little south of, of what he's expected to him, him, that's a couple, three, four more wins across the board for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, you, you factor in Bo Bichette, who's go, going to be looking for a new contract. And that's both these guys are, are two years away, I believe, from team control. So they're going to be looking for new deals. So this might be the year that everybody He's been looking for the Jays to go out and and uh, and do some damage and have a season where they can actually get something done and maybe win themselves a world championship. Are, are they right there right now? I don't know. But if they have everybody to achieve where they where they they're, they're penciled in to achieve, it's not too uh, far the realm of possibility where they're going to have a, a great season and make the playoffs and do some damage. It's got to get past that wild card game. That's one of those things. The wild card round now. You, you just wonder that. Like the Toronto fan base is, is so up in arms that they aren't doing anything more and they're not adding. But but sometimes uh, addition by, by by staying with what you got and hoping the guys that, that you de- develop is actually better and not bringing in a guy and hoping and bringing in a guy and hoping and just and you just. Uh, di- just d- deciding, okay, is this guy going to be what he's uh, cracked up to be? Bringing in an, age, an aging veteran who might not be, uh, doesn't tell uh, you, you go on on past laurels and what the guy did 10 years ago. Because you, you hear talk of uh, Justin Turner ending up there and Jock Peterson ending up there in Toronto. And I, I, I like those players. But I like I like those players uh, five and eight, seven, eight years ago. I don't know how much I like them in 2024. But going out and signing a guy like that isn't, a, they're, they're, it's not a horrible idea if you can get him on the cheap. And then if, if it uh, doesn't work out and if things aren't going good by uh by the all-star break you say thanks bye see ya and uh and we, uh gotta go we gotta move on from you because we only have this uh our window here in toronto is closing which it is there's a lot of there's a lot of players right now that are under that are under the gun right now to perform up to their contract and to get contracts and everything else which which all, all players obviously are but the jays are under the spotlight right now they've been that little team that everybody's been waiting to waiting for them to to put something together with the talent that they, they've had for a long time so this might be be the year where they, where they actually have you know what 
put up or shut up. And you're, you know what? You're not the, uh, you haven't done anything yet. So we, we can't pat you guys in the back. And you're not getting your names in the ring of honor. You're not, uh, you haven't done anything. You haven't won anything. You've been to the playoffs a couple of times, but you haven't accomplished anything. So you know what? Now, now it's time to uh, put your money where your mouth is. And uh, it's time for the players that have been acquired. Like this, uh, like George Springer. Yeah, he's got some shiny rings from, from years ago in Houston, but he hasn't really done anything in uh, in Toronto as of yet. So he might have one more kick of the can in him. <coughs> Is it can or cat? He shouldn't kick cats. It's kick of the can, I'm very sure. But you have those situations right now where the players that they have might just have to buck up and play play a little bit better. And if you get some pitching, if you get some some innings out of Manoa, which they didn't get last year, and you get a few more home runs out of Laddy, and you have Bichette playing as good as he did last year, maybe not as good. He'll probably take a little step back, but he's got not in his he's close to getting to his prime right now. So if you get these guys all towing the right direction, they just might have a, ch- a chance to win themselves an American League East, which isn't as strong as people think. Yes, yes, Tampa is always really good but they don't they never do anything so i I don't think anybody's scared of tampa like that's the thing everybody everybody wonders how tampa does it year in year out and how they end up in a in a playoff spot year in year out they 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 don't spend any money yeah they have some pitchers here and there but they they have a situation there where they don't do anything so no one's really scared of them like okay you get the playoffs right on your you're done you get two more games than than the kansas city royals got so who cares right so you you just wonder you you wonder what what's going to happen with the jays i don't think it's it's armageddon i don't think it's as bad as as the toronto media is making out to be yes, the Toronto media can be a little bit uh, ruthless at times with with the way they, uh, they the way they characterize their, their season. That it's it's all or nothing. And look at the Leafs, and that's a good win by the Leafs last night. And going going with Martin Jones in net, smart move, smart smart move. They got a day off. That's a good move by by the Leafs. But we'll talk maybe we'll talk about Leafs uh, a little bit later to, today at fourteen twenty in the morning here. But. Uh, I think the Jays are a playoff team. I think they're going to be okay. I think they like the one one name that that kind of intrigues me a little bit. And I wouldn't sign him right now. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a rush to sign him because you don't want to put a guy in a situation where he goes into training camp and he goes in and like, am I going to make the team or not? But I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from a guy like Joey Votto. I know it's a flavor of the week, and I know that it's an an easy uh, prediction for a podcaster to to go out there and, and make this prediction. But Votto's uh, he's a good player. He's still a good player, and he has that kind of a um, a swagger to him that maybe the Jays need and he can go in there and he can relax guys a little bit. He can go in there and put a smile on people's faces and take a little bit of pressure off of the microphone of guys of like Gladdy, like who doesn't talk English when less when things are going very bad to, to, to the media, but like, like Bichette and, and Manoa, if he comes back and you have, he can maybe like IKF, he can, but he can take some pressure off these guys. He's got, he's got some humor to him. He's got that. I don't give a shit attitude and he can go out and, uh, and, and play good for his hometown. It might be, might, what might be his swan song in the major league. So going out and signing a guy like Votto, and I, I know everybody's kind of thought it a little bit, but now that he's gone, he's gone unsigned so far in this offseason and there hasn't been a whole lot of action going on, maybe a guy like Votto ends up with the, with the Toronto Blue Jays and gives them that little spark they need and that little that little push that they that they that they uh, require, like you look back at some guys the Jays got back in '92 and '93 to end their careers, and they end up with World Championship rings. So, <coughs> getting a guy like Votto probably isn't the, uh, the not the first guy to say it, but I'm probably not going to be the last guy to say it. But they, they got a little bit of money left over. Votto's not going to play for free, obviously, and he's not he's going to wait and see see what's the best option for him. And maybe just going going to his hometown might just be the best option for him. So. It'll be really interesting to see how it all to see how it all pans out, to see where it goes, and to see what might happen 
in the very near future. I just uh, I just don't want Jays fans to be jumping off the uh, the ledge right right off the bat here because they they got a very good team. They got a very good they got a very young team still, and they got a very good pitching staff, one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. So I don't think there's a need to say the offseason was a disaster. Did they say they wanted to add some pieces last year? Yes, they did when the season ended. But like I said before, Russ Atkins he's not a media darling by any means. So he talks out of both sides of his mouth, and maybe has a very short memory. So who knows? Who knows what's going on there? But I expect the Jays to be just as good or better than last year. I expect Vladdy to have a better year because he's too, he's too good of a player not to. Do they have some holes? They lost Matt Chapman at third base. Do they move Vladdy over to third base and put who knows at first base? It's it's one of those situations. But don't don't jump off off buildings yet, Jays fans. Don't jump off the. Uh, <coughs> the bandwagon. So I got a little bu- little bug in the throat this morning. I got a little, little came up down a little cold last night, but just uh, don't jump off the uh, the bandwagon yet, Jays fan. There is still hope. I, I expect them to be a, a very good team. I expect them to be better than, than, than the New York Yankees. We'll talk with Eric Katz on uh, on Wednesday next week. Uh, right from Elliott Sports. He's, he's he's all over the place. That guy. He's a very busy man. But it's uh, interesting to see what his thoughts are on the American League East. But uh, I think the Jays are, are maybe the cream of the crop in the American League East. I don't think they're going to take a step back. I think they're going to take a step forward because their players won't underperform as they did last year. So there's my thoughts on the Jays. So just relax, Jays fans. It's going to be okay. And don't take what Ross Atkins says uh, for uh, don't don't take it to the bank by any means. He's not uh, he's not the most reliable guy, and he needs to take some sensitivity training or or something along those lines because he, he he tends to blow it on a on a regular basis. But that, that's uh, that's it for my rant for fourteen twenty in the morning. Remember to go to bellyupsports.com and check out all the great articles. Check out Eric Katz, uh, baseball writer. He's all over the place, and uh, also just uh, lots going on there. And Luca Tedesco from Belly Up Sports talking about the PWHL tomorrow. And uh, get that. Let's get into birthdays. Uh, no, it's just an on this day today, and then we'll get everybody out of here and on with your days. And uh, yeah, come on, Jace. Maybe make one trade. Go get Jock Peterson. I like Jock Peterson as a player. I, I like Peterson more than I, more than I like a Justin Turner at this stage. Uh, and JD Martinez isn't a bad option at DH either. But then, <coughs> where do you play Springer on off days? And everything else. It's just a. But I like Martinez, but I, I I would I would I would definitely take a run at Jock Peterson. I would definitely take a run at him. Yeah, you could probably hit the treadmill a little bit. And uh, and why isn't Blake Snell signed anywhere yet? That's an odd thing. It's a really odd thing because I know the Yankees were, were were sniffing around there a little bit in the last couple of days. But but Snell, Cy Young guy, strikes out a lot of guys, doesn't give up any runs, still unsigned. Uh, does he want too much? Or do people uh, listen to the 1420 podcast and say, no, this guy's a nozzle. We don't want him around our locker room. So who knows? You don't need another nozzle because you already got uh, Verdugo, Alec Verdugo there. So two nozzles on one team might be a bit much for the New York Yankees to take on. But anyways, there's my uh, last, uh, it always comes back to the Yankees somehow, doesn't it? Anyways, let's get to her and then we'll get everybody out of here. On this day in 2006, one of the greatest college football games ever played at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California is number two. Texas Longhorns took on the number one USC Trojans at the eighth BCS championship. USC entered the game on a 34-game win streak and was the first college football game that featured not one, but two Heisman Trophy winners with the 2004 winner, Matt Leinert, and the 2005 winner, Reggie Bush. Uh, Texas came into the game winning 19th Street on their own and had Heisman Trophy runner-up, Vince Young at quarterback, most commentators had the aforementioned had mentioned the Trojans the best team ever and picked the Trojans to win not so fast as Lee Corso, Corso 
ESPN analyst was one of the talking heads to pick Texas. The Longhorns led the game 16-10 at a half, and the upset looked like it was going to happen. But USC took a 24-23 lead into the fourth quarter and added another touchdown by Reggie Bush. But that was uh, the Rose Bowl. That was all it was all Vince Young after that. Young would score two touchdowns in the final five minutes and add a two-point converge with 19 seconds left to give the Longhorns a 41-38 win and the national championship. Uh, even though I'm a USC guy, that was one of the greatest football games I ever watched. It was uh, exciting right from start to finish. That was quite the game. Uh, the, the granddaddy of them all, the whole on and on it went with the Texas Longhorns. Uh, what a game that was all these years later. And forget about all the, the Reggie Bush stuff and the vacating and everything else. That uh, was one of the greatest football games I ever played. And anybody who wants to argue with me on that one, uh, I'll sit down and we'll hoist a beer. We'll talk about that. And hopefully this year's national championship game is half as good as that one. So it's half as good as it's going to be a, a beauty for sure with uh with michigan and washington going at it uh in, in in houston of all places have that like i said yesterday just have that game at the rose bowl new year's day every year done problem solved anyways that's 14 20 in the morning thank you very much everybody's listening make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel uh, and wherever you get your podcast like subscribe and everything else and always talk to people about uh, listening to the show. Tell us, tell them all about the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. We appreciate it. Dave and I are at it tonight uh, for the 730 tonight. We're going to record, put something down. I want to get his take on, uh, like I ta- I touched on it yesterday a little bit, the Pat McAfee situation. I want us to hear what he has to think about it. McAfee, well, I went begging yesterday to kind of, you know, to try to cool the Jets and everything else. But I find it hard to believe that McAfee wasn't in on that joke because those those shows are pretty highly produced and guys don't just spew out those kind of things without something being told ahead of time. So, um, yeah, it's, it was a bad look on, on McAfee's end. And, uh, yeah, it's just a it's odd. It's really odd to me. Anyways, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow. It'll be a live show, 10 a.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. Check your local listings. Uh, we'll have... Uh, Luca Tedesco, if I should remember that name, Luca Tedesco, joining us to talk professional women's hockey league. Uh, It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot going on. There's still some kinks there. They're going out, but those girls are those young women. Actually, they're out there. They're playing hockey. They're playing hard and everything else. So make sure you guys check that one out. 10 o'clock Mount Standard Time, noon Eastern. It'll be a 15 minute talk, 20 minute talk with the professional women's hockey league. Make sure you check it out tomorrow on your lunch break or your coffee break, whatever it might be, or just put us put us on the uh, the airways live tomorrow. At uh, noon Eastern, 10 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. That's 9 o'clock Pacific. There we go. Hey, you guys, everybody, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your, your, your Thursday. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you later. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.